98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Priscilla Ng. The headlines. An infectious diseases expert says officials need to expedite COVID testing and tracing or risk another major outbreak after the Lunar New Year. There are growing calls for district councillors to take an oath after President Xi Jinping said only patriots can govern Hong Kong. And U.S. President Joe Biden signs a series of executive orders to address climate change. An infectious diseases expert said that authorities need to conduct testing and tracing for coronavirus much quicker, warning that a failure to bring COVID-19 numbers sharply down in the next two weeks would lead to another rise in infections after the Lunar New Year. University of Hong Kong professor Ho Pak Lung said quick contact tracing of people linked to a coronavirus outbreak at a kanji shop in Hong Kong was of paramount importance. Dr. Ho said the outbreak there, which has seen six workers at the shop come down with COVID-19, while a seventh has tested preliminary positive, could lead to another large-scale outbreak. The transmission didn't happen in the past two days, but perhaps a week ago. A lot of customers could have been infected already. It's a high-risk cluster that could lead to another community outbreak. If the authorities don't do their work quickly, they will only be chasing after the virus forever. Locking down a neighborhood by then is not a preventive strategy. It's only used to repair the damage already done. With the government issuing mandatory COVID testing orders for more buildings across the territory, residents and workers in the affected areas have expressed fears of unannounced ambush-style lockdowns. Jimmy Choi reports. Health officials have put another 22 buildings under mandatory testing orders. The majority, 11, are in Hong Hong, where COVID-19 was found in the sewage. A funeral worker in Hong Hong expressed concern that a lockdown without warning to test everyone inside would affect more than 60 funeral businesses. Ng Yu Tong of the Funeral Business Association says the shops handle up to 60 bodies a day. Meanwhile, a district councillor says authorities should clean the private roads around an old residential building in North Point, describing them as filthy. Residents of Block C at Tongfat Building have been quarantined after experts said the virus could have spread vertically through a shed light well. Eastern District Councillor Li Yushun said residents were worried of further transmissions as another two blocks also shared light wells with Block C. New Zealand, Vietnam and Taiwan ranked the top three in a COVID performance index of 98 countries and regions, with Britain and America near the bottom of the pile. The report from the Lowy Institute comes as New Zealand and Vietnam report their first cases in months. Here's Mike Weeks. The Lowy Institute said its index showed Asia-Pacific nations were most successful in containing the pandemic, as Europe and the United States were quickly overwhelmed by the virus. The list excluded China due to a lack of publicly available data. Other countries in the top ten were Thailand, Cyprus, Rwanda, Iceland, Australia, Latvia and Sri Lanka, with fewer reported cases and deaths in aggregate and per capita terms. It comes as New Zealand confirmed another two cases in an adult and child who caught the virus at the Pullman Quarantine Hotel in Auckland where a woman tested positive over the weekend. It ends a run of more than two months with no cases there. Vietnam also confirmed its first two cases in nearly two months, an airport worker and a factory worker who had contact with a Vietnamese national who later travelled to Japan and tested positive.
In other news, pro-government lawmaker Houghton Chow says district councillors should be required to take an oath to uphold the basic law and pledge allegiance to the government to plug what he called a loophole in the system. The DAB lawmaker was commenting after President Xi Jinping stressed the importance of patriots ruling Hong Kong. Mr. Chow said the national security law closed a loophole and put an end to violent anti-government protests, but some district councillors still took malicious action against the government. The district councillors, so far right now, we've seen that they have done some malicious acts against Chinese sovereignty. They would actually wave Hong Kong independence flag too. But right now, there is no action taken against these sort of district councillors. Why the government still haven't taken appropriate action against these people. And I believe that one of the appropriate actions the government should take is to arrange these district councillors to take the oath, make sure that they would pledge allegiance to the Hong Kong SAR and uphold the basic law. The Court of Appeal has sent a high school student to a rehabilitation center for assaulting a police officer at a protest in Tun Moon in 2019. The decision overturns a lower court ruling to put him on probation following an appeal by the Department of Justice. The 16-year-old was accused of using a hammer to hit the officer's arm while he was being chased. The student's lawyer said the boy had done almost five months of probation and had complied with a curfew. But three appeal court judges agreed with a report by the Rehabilitation Center that the defendant should be sent there. The Office of the Commissioner, Privacy Commissioner for Personal Data says it's handled drastically fewer Dawson cases last year compared to 2019 when such attacks were rife amid the social unrest. It dealt with nearly 1,200 cases last year, three quarters less than the year before. However, the head of the watchdog, Ada Chung, said her office will not take the matter lightly as it has serious and far-reaching implications. She said a dedicated hotline has been set up to follow up on Dawson-related complaints. We hope that through this hotline, people would at least have a number to go to if they have any inquiries, questions about dosing, or if they find that the personal data has been disclosed on the internet. Police have arrested a personal trainer on suspicion of swindling a 72-year-old woman out of $2.5 million and four luxury watches worth a total of $900,000. Police said the now-retired woman joined a fitness center in 2012 and signed a 15-year contract costing $2 million. When she wanted to quit, the 27-year-old trainer allegedly told her he could get her money back, but she had to pay him handling fees. She called the police on Sunday after failing to recoup her money. President Joe Biden of the U.S. has signed a series of executive orders designed to address climate change, which he described as an existential threat. The measures include a freeze on new oil and gas leases on public land, plans to double offshore wind-produced energy by 2013, and making climate central to U.S. foreign and national security policy. He stressed that in his administration, the environment would be at the heart of long-term strategic decision-making. It's a whole-of-government approach. Put climate change at the center of our domestic, national security, and foreign policy. Our plans are ambitious, but we are America. We're bold. We're unwavering in the pursuit of jobs and innovation, science and discovery. We can do this. We must do this, and we will do this. 
The U.S. Department of Homeland Security has issued a nationwide terrorism bulletin warning of a continuing threat of violence by people angry at Donald Trump's election defeat. Here's the BBC's Peter Bose. It's a rare occurrence for the Department of Homeland Security to issue such a broad warning of potential violence. Bulletins mostly alert Americans to threats from foreign terrorist groups. But following the assault on the Capitol and the continuing rancor over the election result, government officials have warned that while there are no specific and credible threats, the risk of further trouble will persist for weeks. The bulletin said domestic violent extremists were also motivated by anger over COVID-19 restrictions and long-standing racial and ethnic tensions. Protests are taking place in cities across Poland over a near-total ban on abortion that's due to take effect imminently. The Constitutional Court ruled in October that abortions performed on the grounds of fetal abnormalities, which accounts for almost all legal pregnancy terminations in Poland, were unlawful. Here's the BBC's Adam Easton. Protesters took to the streets in dozens of cities within hours of the announcement. The government's decision to enforce the court ruling risks triggering massive street protests once again. Many here were outraged the ruling was made without a public or parliamentary debate and by judges who are widely seen as loyal to the government. Poland already has one of Europe's strictest abortion laws. There are only about 1,000 legal pregnancy terminations in Poland every year. New research shows the number of sharks in the open oceans has fallen by 71 percent over the past half a century. International scientists say three-quarters of the species they studied are now threatened with extinction. Here's the BBC's Helen Briggs. The study found a dramatic decline in sharks and rays found in the open oceans, including hammerheads, mako sharks and the giant manta ray. Since 1970, shark and ray catches have tripled, pushing many species to the brink of extinction. The scientists say overfishing of sharks and rays jeopardizes the health of entire ocean ecosystems, as well as food security for some of the world's poorest countries. They're calling on governments to set science-based fishing limits to secure a brighter future for these extraordinary animals. Cathay Pacific shares have plunged after the struggling airline unveiled a $6.7 billion bond sale to try to stem its cash burn. Cathay's shares were down more than 8% days after it warned new quarantine measures for passenger and cargo crew arriving in Hong Kong would further dent its finances. The tech giant Apple has hit another sales record with reported revenues of more than $110 billion in the last quarter of 2020. The gains come as coronavirus measures confine consumers to their homes. Here's the BBC's James Clayton. Big tech is having an exceptionally lucrative pandemic. It's hard not to be wowed by some of these figures. Apple recorded more than $100 billion in sales in just three months. Facebook figures are also well up on where they were last year. COVID-19 means people are spending more time indoors, buying things online, watching things online and chatting online. But with auspicious profits comes attention. Should these companies be making so much money in a pandemic? And are they operating in a market that is fair and with enough competition? 
Stocks in a short while ago, the Hang Seng Index was trading at 28,721. That's 576 points down from the previous close. In currencies, the U.S. dollar was standing at 104.31 Japanese yen. The euro was trading at one American dollar and 20 cents, and the pound was worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 59 cents. Now to sports. Here's Adam Jung. We start in the English Premier League, where Manchester United missed the chance to replace Manchester City at the top of the table after losing to the last place team. Sheffield United pulled off a 2-1 upset for only their second win of the season. Oliver Burke came off the bench to score the go-ahead goal that gave the Blades their first win at Old Trafford since 1975. Here's their boss Chris Wilder. It's an incredibly brutal division, as I've said, and it gets divided, it decided at times on on small margins and big moments. And you know, we talk to the players, regardless of what happens this season, you know, we have to have an identity right the way through the season.、Um, I've seen it for the majority of the season, but more so over you know the last couple of, couple of weeks, and、um, and we need to build on that. Manchester United remain a point behind Manchester City, who have a game in hand. Manager Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was left to explain what went wrong for his side. Well, we、uh, we had all the possession. Of course, when you concede two bad goals,、uh, you. That's, it's always going to be difficult. When we we didn't create enough, we put pressure on them, and、uh, but we couldn't penetrate enough in behind them, create big enough chances to、uh, to score、uh, enough goals. Third place Leicester drew one all away at Everton. Leicester's equaliser came from Yuri Tillemans after a mistake by goalkeeper Jordan Pickford. A win would have put Everton into the top four, but their boss Carlo Ancelotti seemed to be amused by James Rodriguez scoring from the edge of the box with his right boot. <laughs> It was a surprise.、Uh, I didn't see him. I, I don't have a memory of、uh, a goal scored with the right.、Uh, it was really fantastic. Thomas Tuchel couldn't make it a winning start as Chelsea's new manager. His team were held nil-nil by Wolves at Stamford Bridge. I was、uh, very happy performance-wise. Unfortunately, we couldn't make it to score, which was possible and, may, and, and well deserved. But it's like this in, in, in football. If we take care about our performance like this, the results will come. I'm absolutely sure. Burnley moved to nine points above the drop zone as they fought back, with Chris Wood scoring the winner on the 79th minute in a 3-2 victory at home to Aston Villa. Brighton were held to a goalless draw by Fulham. Juventus and Atalanta are through to the Coppa Italia semi-finals. Juve thumped Spal 4-0. Atalanta got past Lazio 3-2. And in Spain's Coppa del Rey, Barcelona are through to the quarterfinals, but they had to fight back to win 2-1 at Rayo Vallecano with goals from Lionel Messi and Frankie De Jong. And as you look at sports. Thanks, Adam. And to end the news, the top story is an infectious diseases expert says officials need to expedite COVID testing or tracing, to or risk another major outbreak after the Chinese New Year. The news from RTHK. This quarter's demand notes for rates and government rent have been posted. The rates concession has already been reflected, but there is no concession for government rent. Remember to pay by January 29, or you'll have to pay a surcharge. Property owners must ensure that the rates and government rent in respect of their properties are paid on time.
If you haven't received the demand note, please call the Rating and Valuation Department on 21520111. Amid the epidemic, thanks to all for being self-disciplined to protect yourselves and others. Thanks for keeping up personal and environmental hygiene and contributing to fighting the virus. We must take further steps. Keep track of your whereabouts. If you are sick, don't go to work or school. See the doctor and get tested promptly. We will prevail over the epidemic. Visit coronavirus.gov.hk for details. Fight, Fight the, the virus. virus. Stay, Stay vigilant. vigilant. Do you come from a land down under? 